right, welcome to the second part of D Time. I have a very special guest with me today, Delaney Julian. Thank you, Delaney, for taking the time out to join me on the chat. Oh, thank you. It's a privilege. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, for those that are listening, Delaney, why don't you take a a couple uh, minutes to just share uh, about yourself? Sure. Um, Well, I'm 25 years old, living in Seattle, Washington, and I got a bachelor's degree in English a couple years ago, and I've been living in Seattle for about three years now. And my goals for the future are I'm going to go back to school and get a master's pretty soon in teaching. So I'm really interested in working with children and um, I I really want to be a school teacher. So that's kind of what I'm working on right now. Awesome. Awesome. So today's episode is um, kind of about living in the world, you know, as a Christian, you know, that can be challenging. And I kind of spoke a little bit about that in the first part. But from your experience, from your uh, viewpoint, um, why do you think uh, Christians have uh, a hard time or a challenge being in the world, but not in it? Not of it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think that's a huge topic right now, especially in America, because I think so many people um, claim to be Christian, but just looking at the state of America right now, it's, I feel like it's very difficult to determine who really lives it out and who just says it. Um, you know, I, I think for me, like that was something I fell into a lot, like growing up and um, coming into college. I think I was, I definitely called myself a Christian, but I looked just like everybody else. So I think once I committed to actually living it out, um, being in the world, but not being of it was, I feel like definitely more of a challenge because, um, so much of today is like just fitting in with everybody else. It's like, you know, who has, um, you know, who looks the best, who has the best relationship, who has the best job. And, um, you know, so I, I feel like being a Christian and, and trying to, be a good person in a sense, like, you know, trying to be morally good, but also holding to the standard of the Bible, it can make people almost like be, I feel like I'm treated as a judgmental person sometimes, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Totally. Uh, yeah. So um, given that, I think what advice would you give to someone who's kind of struggling with that aspect? You mentioned, you know, in college and, and dealing with that challenge. What advice would you give to someone kind of going through the same thing? Yeah, I I think the biggest struggle is just not being a people pleaser. Um, what I mean by that is, you know, when you're in the world and of the world, it's like you just, you know, you don't want to uh, rub any or rustle any feathers, really, you know, you kind of just want to be like everybody else. Um, Because, you know, standing up for your convictions as a Christian, like, you know, being somewhere where everybody wants to go drinking, or, you know, being in a group where everybody's gossiping, that can even happen for me nowadays at work, you know, and the temptation is like, oh, like, should I just, you know, be a part of this? Like, they're going to think I'm judging them if I walk away. But, you know, thinking about, the kind of character Jesus had he just wasn't a people pleaser if he Mm. saw people you know doing things and they claimed to be Christians he would call them out on it um you know he would he was loving about it but he would tell people you know hey like this isn't right and so I think 
you know, yeah. I think for someone struggling with that, it's just, it's not being so much focused on what people think, but about what God thinks. Oh, yeah, it's a great point. It's a great point. Um, so you kind of mentioned a little bit as far as like, you know, challenging situations where you can kind of feel pulled into, you know, certain situations. What would you say was the the most challenging situation where you found found yourself, you know, uh you know, wanting to, or not wanting to, or being pulled, uh, by the world? Hmm. Um, I think with family, it's the hardest, especially, yeah, especially not living at home. Um, I live in a different state now. I used to live in California with my family. And so now when I do go home, I think, um, that's really the hardest place of like temptation to not be a people pleaser because I love my family so much and I really, I don't get to see them that often. I maybe see them like once or twice a year, which I'm grateful for, but it's, it's like when I'm there, it's like trying to be really loving and, you know, trying to just spend time with them. But also it's like facing the confrontation of like standing up for my convictions, which not all of them agree with what I believe in. Mm. Um, so I think that can that's definitely probably the toughest life situation for me. Yeah. Well, that's really timely. So um at the time of this recording we're we're about to enter, you know, the Thanksgiving Christmas holiday, you know, which mm-hmm. a lot of people Christians find themselves being back at home. So from what are some tips or things that have helped you when when being with family to kind of help um you know, lessen that that pull? You know, what are some what are your go-to things mm-hmm. yeah I mean I think <laughs> I think the biggest temptation that I've run into is being a Pharisee to my family mm-hmm. which um, the the Pharisees at the time of Jesus time were really hypocritical and super religious and would just call people out on you know their sin and they just weren't known yeah. for their love and I think that in the past I, I can be like that towards my family where I'm like you guys you know, claim to believe in God, but, you know, point out this and this and this, or, you know, I I can act like super religious. So I think what I've found to be a a better solution to that is just to be really loving and to be someone who's a good listener and um, just uh, seeking to understand where, where they're at, whether it's like my cousin or my aunt or uncle and just asking more questions. Like, you know, let's talk about you. Like, let's talk about your heart. You know, how can I serve you? That's another thing yeah. I think that softens um, my family's heart is when I just, you know, go out of my way to clean something or, you know, cook for them or, you know, just not necessarily making it about like, you need to change because of right. this, but more winning them over, I think is definitely more um, effective. Yeah, that's great. Uh, so one one question that I ask everyone that I sit down with um, mm-hmm. is, what's the best piece of advice that you've gotten or received? And if you don't have a top one, what, you know, what's a one nugget that you could share? <laughs> um, yeah, I actually the first thing that I thought of um, when I saw this question was, um, it made me think of my fiance Rich. Well, he's my fiance now. When this debuts, mm-hmm. I don't know if we'll be married or not, but. <laughs> um, um, he once told me that I should embrace my weaknesses and mm. I felt like that was weird at first. Cause I was like, why would I want to, you know, love the things that I'm weak at? You know, why would I want to embrace that part of myself? But what I've been learning is that, um, you know, the, 
the more weaknesses that I have or the more that things make me struggle, the more I have to rely on God in order to overcome those things. Um, you know, so anytime there's something hard that I'm dealing with in life, it's like I need to train myself like, okay, this is making me rely on God because I can't fix it myself, you know. Um, so that was one piece of advice that I am so grateful for and something that I'm going to hold on to for a long time. Awesome. Rich, if you're listening, great advice. Though. <laughs> Uh, awesome, Delaney. Thank you so much for for sharing your your insights and, and again taking the time out. Um, if you have any, yeah, for those listening, if you have any thoughts or comments on this subject, feel free to you know leave a message in the comments or send us an email at dtimepodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, Delaney, thanks again. Um, side note, Delaney is and I are fellow Harry Potter fans, and so I promise. Yeah. You know, the geek out over Harry Potter and, and <laughs> things like All that. So <laughs> thanks, sis. And um, yeah, thanks for joining. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Awesome. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode two of D Time with David Jackson. Today's episode is entitled Living in the World. And as I was thinking of what to kind of cover in this episode, I, I thought of the scripture in Second Corinthians 6, verse 14 through 15. You know, it's where Paul talks to the church about not being yoked with unbelievers and being holy. And I thought of this as an interesting topic, you know, that I think that most people, most Christians struggle with is, you know, how, how, being in, how to be in the world but not be of the world. And, you know, not intermixing light with darkness. And as a young Christian, this is something that that really challenged me, you know, especially, you know, you being young and, and going through, you know, many things that young people go through and then having the feeling that all of a sudden, you know, the, the world that you once lived in, you, you don't kind of be, you don't belong in anymore. And that can be a jarring experience for a lot of people. And so in thinking of this scripture and thinking of this topic. I want to just kind of share my thoughts and insights on this area. And, you know, one thing that the Bible makes clear is that there's no gray areas. You know, there's black, white, there's light or darkness. There's no gray area for God. And that can be a tough thing to, to come to terms with. But in reality, it's actually a good thing that there's no gray area. One of the things that frustrates me the most is, you know, not being certain of things. You know, um, when things are ambiguous, you know, my wife can tell you, you know, thing, it doesn't help me. And so I like things being, you know, black or white and not having any gray area. And with God, it's the same thing. You know, we're called to be holy yet live in a world that, you know, in a lot of aspects and a lot of respects, um, you know, doesn't abide by the same rules so what is it that we do i think the the thing that to re to remember is that you know being yoked means that you're you're influenced that that you're influenced by the the other person you know a yoke is a term for for farming when you yoke together oxen they're they're yoked together they work together headed in the same direction one can't go one way and the other the other uh, they're stuck and you know want, they're influenced by each other and so in christianity it's the same thing you know who are you influenced by 
who are the people that that influence your decision making who are those people that that you're yoked with and that's where i think the distinction needs to be made you know if you if you know as i'm saying this there's probably people that you're thinking of hey you know i know there's some some people that i don't need to be influenced by and we have a great way ourselves of kind of knowing you know knowing what that line is and, and knowing what's real and so that's the question that's the challenge for those listening um, who are you influenced by if you're influenced by the wrong people you need to get away from those people and you know we know what's right and wrong and so when it comes with living in the world as a Christian, we just need to be influenced by the right people. And one of the things that I'll probably harp on a lot or talk about a lot uh, during the length of this podcast is surrounding yourself with the right people. You know, having a, a good team, a, a solid group of people, individuals to keep you accountable, to keep you on the right path, and to influence you in the right ways. If we're going to be you know, in the light, as the Bible talks about, we need to be influenced by people that are going to be in the light as well. And so my challenge for all the listeners out there is just think about who the people in your lives that influence you, that influence your decisions, influence your actions. You know, not mind control, but you know what I'm talking about. Who influences your decision? And if we want to be on the light side, we need to be influenced by people that are also trying to do the same thing. Because Again, like I said earlier, there's no gray areas. So that's it for the first part. A little blurb for you guys. I'm really excited to uh, for you guys to hear from uh, my guest in part two, uh, Delaney Julian. Uh, she's going to share her insights on you know this topic, and I'm excited to not only hear from her, but excited for you guys to hear from her as well. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Peace. Hi, I'm David Jackson and welcome to my podcast, D-Time, a personal project of mine where I simply share what I'm learning in life spiritually as a Christian, husband, father, and human. Each episode you'll hear from myself and I'll also sit down with a guest and talk about various topics and get their insights as well. Life is all about learning and I love learning from other people and seeing what sparks come from discussions on everyday topics. Thanks for listening. Thank you for joining me for D-Time. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If there's a topic that you'd like discussed, you can leave suggestions in the comments or follow this podcast on Twitter and Instagram at D-Time Podcast. See you next time.